Okay. Welcome everybody to the Ham Palace. I'm here doing a little live episode. Why not? Here looking a little, a little cut off, wonky. Um, go ahead, listen uh, to me on Podbean or uh, iTunes. People on Podbean and iTunes, go check out my check out my YouTube channel, Mustang Seven. And you'll find me there. And I do. I drop these little videos, live versions. Well, not really live for me, but video versions of the podcast. It's good to do it once in a while. I don't do it all the time because I find that it hampers my ability to, to churn out episodes by audio because of the steps involved. There's post-production. There's I got to take this video, I got to put it in the computer program, I got to convert the audio, I got to throw, slap a intro music on it and exit music on it, and it's just more steps, whereas I record right to the audio, I can just record right into my phone, or I can record into this bad boy right here. I don't think you can see, there we go, there it is. So it's August and it's moving fast. The year is moving fast. Checked out a couple movies, which is which was fun. Um, Suicide Squad, which is what I'm going to talk about today, and The Green Knight, which I'll do another review for, which I saw today. I should really do that one today since it's kind of fresh in my head. But. Suicide Squad. Everyone's talking about Suicide Squad, just like everyone was talking about He-Man. But uh, Suicide Squad, awesome intro, really creative with the uh, the transitions and integrating the transitions into the uh, the visual movie. And uh, this is going to be this going to have some spoilers, so spoiler version. I don't think I'm doing an unspoiler version. So if you haven't seen the movie, check it out. So I, I'm guilty. I have not seen the first Suicide Squad yet. <laughs> but I have read the comic back in the day. And uh, this makes me, someone said, uh, you know, and someone reviewing it said that makes him, I think it was nerd, nerdrotic. He said that he, he wants to read old Suicide Squad comics now after seeing this, which is awesome really cool and uh i'd say the first and this is spoilers now first 10 to 15 minutes i, mean, I knew that the main characters that were in the original team people get offed and uh for a second i even thought harley quinn was killed which is like, wow, they're even killing Harley Quinn because there's an explosion and you don't see her necessarily make get out of there. Uh, but Captain Boomerang gets killed. Captain Boomerang, they killed. That was one of the most charismatic members of the team and they kill him in the first 10 minutes. I couldn't believe it. That's the only role. Well, there's, you know, that and his role in Spartacus that Jai Courtney has excelled in, <laughs> I, I believe. 
It's Captain Boomerang and his gladiator uh, character from Spartacus. And they kill him off. I was so ticked about that. So, and Michael Rooker, he gets killed off. And in the, in the preview, you, it makes it look like he is going to be a major contender in this film, uh, either probably a major villain. No, no, he gets killed off. Um, so, I thought that was crazy. And um, Idris Alba is, is the lead. Uh, I've talked about Idris Alba on this podcast before. I'm not, it's not that I'm not, I'm not, uh, it's not like I, I don't like his acting. He's a capable actor. I liked him in The Office. I didn't see Pacific Rim, but I think he was good in that from what I saw. But it seems to be that, put the, you know, not that I blame the man, that they seem to default to Idris Elba for a heck of a lot of roles that um, I don't think he's a good fit for. However, in this, he's excellent. He's able to kind of, he's doing, I think he's doing his original accent. And uh, he knocks it out of the park. So good, good on him. Good for him. And I like the, his costume, uh, the bloodshot cot. Uh, no, it was a bloodshot. No, bloodshot, blood sport uh, costume. And now I don't remember the blood sport character in the comics. Uh, so I'm not too familiar with that. So I'm not really one to say whether the, the costume is comic accurate or not. So, uh, John Cena is also in this, and John Cena delivers. He delivers. There's been a couple other reviews. I try not to watch too many before I actually review a show. Um, but he does have, he is, he does have that, you know, it's spoilers, spoilers review. He turns into the villain because of, uh, you know, He's so absolutist. And that, and, and, and it's interesting because they are now, now knowing that he's going to get his own HBO show. It's like he kills the, the lead, you know, he kills, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Flag, the, the leader of the Suicide Squad, which one of my favorite characters in, in the original team. And I'm glad they got, I'm really glad they stuck with his original look, which is like the orange uh, shirt. Not the orange shirt, but the, like a yellow, yellowish shirt with the, the gun straps. Excuse me. So cool. And uh, so he ends up killing him. And they kill each other in it. Or he gets killed too. He gets killed by uh in a great in a great little finale, he gets killed by blood blood uh sport with uh when he falls, you know, the in in the in the tower, the, the pancakes effect, which was really sweet. And he that that I think that was one of the best parts in the movie for sure. 
and they're facing off and uh blood sport shoots his bullet and it, the bullet goes through peacemaker's bullet which is pretty crazy but uh yeah so the, he he dies too now i, I know I'm, I'm skipping around in, in the whole order of this movie but this is what ticked me off there's a thing at the very end of this there after after credits that you're that there's so there's an after credits easter egg at the at the end now that's so stupid because marvel is only doing that marvel is why so i left because I, it's like i've been programmed not to stick around after the credits of a dc movie because they don't do that this one has peacemaker at the end of it apparently and i was gone because marvel only does that and that ticked me off because there was no foreshadowing hey stick around after the credits like they should have just had like a few credits then you see that just to make themselves different from from marvel you know movies because now it's like it's so disjointed like Wait, now we're supposed to stick around at the end of DC movies? Come on. Um, even <laughs> I stuck around at the end of the freaking Green Knight, and there's an Easter egg at the at, at the end of that too. So, what are, what are we doing here? Stop that! Stop doing. Now we're being inconsistent. So that's driving me crazy. Also, this is kind of off topic of the actual review itself what's going on with the director's hair <laughs> his hair has turned all white nobody's talking about this his hair has to turned totally white james gunn it was brown when he was shooting this movie i'm pretty sure now it's all white all white not just some white on the sides the whole thing's white did this movie turn his hair completely white or did he make a stylistic choice to dye his his hair white? That's so weird. Like, like basically overnight it turned white. <laughs> Nobody's talking about that. It's so strange. You know, uh, I'm not trying to put the man down by any means. It's not a put down. It's just a, a very noticeable thing. That's all. I understand it. It's a natural thing. You know, people's hair turns turn gray. But that. That's that's like overnight. Is that can somebody tell me if that's a stylistic? Can you whiten your hair to that level? Because it was totally brown. I mean, I didn't even see much of the white gray on the sides of his head. Anyway, I digress. I, I go too far, but getting off topic. Um, weasel character was fun, but. It's hard to get behind a character. It, it, it's like an offhanded remark in the movie that it's killed 27 kids. So it's like, yeah, it's cute, but it, it's killed kids. So how, I'm, how am I going to get behind a character like that? I don't care how cute it, and weird and silly it is. So it's not a perfect movie. It's not. Um, I love uh, King Shark. King Shark. Of course, is he's uh, voiced by Sylvester Stallone, which is great. 
and yeah, there's there's a scene where he's at an aquarium and there's these little jellies, you know, these jellyfish or whatever. These like basically they're like alien fish. And there's no real explanation behind these things. And eventually I knew that was going to break. The whole aquarium breaks and these things that he likes so much uh, end up attacking him. And uh, I thought he was going to die by these jelly uh, fish things, these cartoony jellyfish. So it was funny. Stallone did a great job with voicing this character. They give him some, some lines to chew on a little, just a little bit, even though they're very simple. Uh, but CG is done very well with his character, which is which is good. I appreciate it. There are some good little small moments with with his character as well, which I liked. Trying to think of what else. Yeah, I, I thought the main characters were pretty pretty much. I felt that they were real people, and so they're developed uh, good good enough. I thought uh, the rat catcher storyline wasn't bad. It was neat. And yeah, yeah, there are some good uh, suspenseful scenes that are built up. And I do, someone mentioned this, this is a character driven movie. And I love that. I love that a lot. Kind of like a Big Lebowski or Kingpin, like character driven kind of films. And that's good. That's important. And Harley Quinn was great. You know, Margot Robbie still still killing it as that character so yeah there is a scene that, that that people are talking about where she has to marry this this forced to marry this guy <laughs> it is very uh, i don't know it is you know again spoilers she ends up blowing a hole in the guy's chest but oh there's my arm my arm disappeared there um she ends up blowing a hole in the guy's chest, which was pretty wild and a deadly scene, but uh, well played. Well played. I liked that. Uh, but yeah, it, it's definitely not Suicide Squad is definitely it has some adult kind of things going on. it. so so I think it's is it rated R? Or P, I think it's a rated R. I'm pretty sure. So, yeah. So people talking about you know, certain aspects of this movie, like, well, it's like, oh, well, you know, she, uh, you know, she had sex with him and uh, it's basically, it's like a forced, uh, you know, thing there, but it's like, well, yeah, that's sure. But it, it this is an adult kind of film, superhero movie where those things are kind of happening. So she did kill him. I'm not saying anything about that was right, but she did kill him. Uh, uh, and uh, it's a scene well well played. And um, I'm trying to think what else. What else, what else, what else? Yeah, Starro. Starro, which was great. Uh, I'm so glad he was in this movie, or it was in this movie. I think it was a great villain. Um, I like the, the, I thought they could have done more though with the stars 
the, the actual starfish being on people's face that they could have used them um and some of the uh other people's face like they have to like fight against the people that the other maybe a suicide squad member gets a star on, on his or her face and they have to try to get it off somehow but the thing is is that when the starfish goes on people's face it sucks off their skin and it's all gross and nasty which is different from the comic book i believe so there are some choices that are being made here that are kind of permanent very permanent i mean you killed captain boomerang one of the original founding members you know that sucks but uh yeah so there's that and a good performance all uh, good performances all around um but yeah it, it is it is very much i feel for the most part it's um uh, blood sports movie you know he was kind of like the main guy they go to, to jail to find him and everything and they you know they bring him out of there it's an interesting relationship uh between him and his daughter it's funny there's some funny scenes so he's got some good scenes in it like there's that scene with that with the rat that he's fast he's forced to pet the rat at the end which i thought was well done well played uh what else what else what else Yeah, there's just there's some things that have been talked about where it's like, oh, that's kind of that's kind of funny. Like, uh, yeah, uh, much Peter Capaldi he has a whole bunch of these things in his head to make him basically a brainiac kind of character, but you, it's never talked about how those things give him the advantage in this movie. They're just pretty much there for show. So that I thought thought it was a missed opportunity. So I'd say overall, it's an enjoyable movie. Um, there's a scene where the Suicide Squad kills a bunch of people pretty easily. They're not trying too hard to defend themselves. They just kind of get killed by run over by them. And uh, it's a little weird because it kind of makes it seem funny, you know, to kill people like that and it was kind of it was played a little bit for laughs so i was like i wasn't so sure why why they decided i think the directors decided to go there with that kind of tone because basically the suicide were, were, squad were killing the good guys accidentally but it was kind of being played for laughs which i thought was like well probably shouldn't do that <laughs> You know, there's a lot there's like, yeah, that, that's funny, but it's very dark and it's probably not uh, a good thing to laugh about. And so it is, it's not perfect. It, it has its flaws, but overall, I thought it's a, it's a fun movie. I'm sure it's better than the first one, even though I didn't see the first one yet. I give it, uh, I'll give it, a, I'll give it an eight out of 10. Eight out of 10 is solid. I think a lot of people would give it maybe a seven out of 10, but I think it's a solid eight out of 10 movie. Um, just because performances are good. Everyone in it is good. You know, the direction is, is good, you know, and uh, the, produ the production level is high. And uh, I just, I like that they brought Starro in and they're keeping everything somewhat pretty close to the comics. But 
you know, the two the two things off were what I just talked about and killing off, you know, the leader and making Peacemaker kind of not as fun as an fun and enjoyable as they're kind of pushing him off to be like a very fun, awesome character. And he's not necessarily that because he's, he does something very bad at the end. And, um, but overall, I mean, there wasn't forced uh, agenda politics behind it, which was, which was great. I was happy about that. And so what we did get is a good story from A to B. And well, it's done kind of, you know, be a little bit of C in there, sequence, the sequence, not so linear, but uh, that's my review. Hope you enjoyed it. Sorry, it's a little scattered all over the place. So, yeah, well, let's just keep it at that. And um, I'll be putting out another review of uh, The Green Knight, hopefully soon, sooner than later. Thanks for watching. If you wanted to listen to this on Podbean, go to hambo.podbean.com. Or go look at look for it on iTunes. I'll see if I can throw the links on the bottom here. And if you're on those, check me out at Mustang Seven on YouTube. Type in the Ham Pals, Mustang Seven, the Ham Pals. You should find me on there somewhere. All right, guys. Long days, pleasant nights. Thanks for watching.